Yeah. It's bad whenever my, my ring is telling me that bedtime's approaching at 7.30 at night. Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay. Welcome back to Women hey. Can't Parlay. <laughs> Just diving right in. Let's dive. Yes, dive in head first because let me just go ahead and warn you and everyone else involved in this podcast right now that we're going to play a lot of games today. One of them is going to be our one of our favorite pastimes of is that train beer or is that tornado siren? Oh, yes. There's like I'm like surrounded by tornadoes happening right now. Oh, shit. I haven't checked y'all stuff yet, but we are even having watches not warnings but watches right now and well, I'm like there is a there's a storm cell about to hit my area that flattened a school just west of here so oh shit yeah but it's fine i mean i'm in the second floor of an apartment so i'm not really going anywhere unless the tornado decides to pick me up which is fine yeah fair or crush it let's <laughs> hope that doesn't happen yeah. um so but it'll be interesting. Uh, we'll see what all makes it, what how we make it through this recording. But uh, yeah. I didn't know that that was happening until it was like, I think it was just after you and I texted. It was like 4.45 and my mom texted me. She's like, leave work now. You need to get home. And I was like, done. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to argue with that. Yeah, I'm Logic. out. So I like pack up my shit, get in the car and I call her. And I'm like, what's going on? And she's like, the weather is really bad. You need to get home by six because it's going to hit Denton at six. And I was like, okay, well, I'll be home by 530. So, yeah, well, yeah, we should get started. And JIC, your shit gets knocked out. Yeah, this could be. Yeah, that's another problem, I guess, is the Internet could go, which we'll see. We'll see how far we make it. But anyway, I'm Jess. (laughs) I'm ready. Uh, I'm actually awake this week, which is new. I yes. mean, compared to last week when I was actually sleeping on this pod. I know. Well, just our last five minutes of conversation, I've realized that words aren't working very well for me today. Oh, so it's your sound, turn. Yeah, my turn to sound very stupid. Not that you did last week, but words were not your friend. Oh, God, um, no. <laughs> I tried to go back and listen to last week's episode, and I was like, good God, I sound like I took a hell of amount of drugs or something, but it was really just lack of sleep. And uh, I also feel like I owe like a mini apology to like Bucks fans everywhere. Cause I feel like I was just so like out of it. I kind of went a little ham on Bucks fans a little bit. Like not that I was like totally lying, but I feel like I, I put them all into like one blanket of people and I shouldn't have done that, but well, people do that to cowboy fans. So Uh, yeah. Hello, Randy Gregory. Yeah. Don't get, that's exactly what I was thinking about. (laughs) Yeah. I'll get into that, but, but yeah, no, it was just one of those things when I went back and listened to it, I was like, damn Jess, like (laughs) rude. Yeah. Well, it's our, it's our podcast. Always remember that. It was funny. It was just like, shit. I didn't know I was like, went that hard. (laughs) So I apologize for my lack of coherentness last podcast. (laughs) It sounded awful. I was like dead to the world. (laughs) That's okay. You're lively this week. 
I guess. I don't know. I'm on high alert because I could be getting swept into a funnel at any moment. But let's hope not. I'm so terrified of those. I'm re- I'm really not as terrified as I should be. I think just because of like how I grew up. I don't know. You know, it's like the rumors are true. Like at least where I'm, where we're from, like when a tornado comes, like everybody goes outside and watches for it. Oh, see, not this bitch. This bitch does not. I think for me, I should be more, I don't know, like not scared, but I should be more like worried about it because I live in a second story apartment. Like there was nowhere for me to go. Yeah. If it comes there. So I think that should scare me, but I guess for some reason, I'm just like, whatever. No, I get it. I mean, at one point it it is whatever, right? It's like either it's going to hit you or it's not going to hit you. And sitting there worrying about it isn't going to change anything, but that's not how my anxiety works. So I'm like, get, get the rosary, get a Buddha, get (laughs) some Bibles, like find a, which I mean, I have a plan everywhere I am. So yeah. Well, that's what's funny is like my mom calling me to tell me to go home. I'm like, uh, I'd be safer at work. Like, yeah. I don't know why you're telling me to go home. Like, yeah, it would literally be way safer for me to stay at work or like I should plan better and have and been like, hey, Rainy, we can't pod tonight. Like, I've got to go, you know, somebody's yes. house so I don't die. That would have been fun, though, to do. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, that would have been a way better idea. I'm in, but maybe next tornado. Yes. I mean, we're just getting started. It's May. It's March, not May. It's March. So uh, many tornadoes to come, I'm sure. Yep. Tornado season, faux show. Yeah. Uh, That used to be my favorite thing too. Tornado parties. We used to have a basement. So like people would come over to our house or like we had a tornado shelter closet, whatever those are called, tornado room i don't remember what they're called but like the whole room is like made of concrete yeah and so people would always come to our house whenever there was bad weather so tornado parties also a good time yeah i'm in anyway but t's and p's to anybody experiencing sounds like uh there was like an f5 ish tornado like just west of here um maybe not that big but it the, it was rain wrapped. And from what I saw, it looked pretty large um, and took down a high school gym and a Who's? street of houses that I've seen thus far. Which gym or who's like where? Jacksboro. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. So, and it's headed this way is probably hitting as we speak. But anyway, well, let's go. Let's do yeah. the damn thing then. Speaking so of towns, <laughs> real town, fake town. Okay. <laughs> um, I have one for you. It is Groom Texas mascot, the Tigers. I thought it was appropriate Groom, G-R-O-O-M, because of the bachelorette party just came off of. Mm -hmm. And the Tigers. So I don't know if you're trying to trick me because that was our high school mascot or... Man, I hate Texas. <laughs> Mindfuckery. <laughs> Total mindfuck. So I'm going to be honest, this week is a straight up guess. Not that the other one wasn't, but I truly have never. I'm going with fake. It's real. <laughs> Damn it. I know. I was one of those where I was like, okay, they've all been real so far. So I was like, I maybe know. I should do a fake one. But then but I was then like, 
But yep. then that's going to, I was like, that's going to be too obvious. The and only I thing I did this one picked out last week. So I was like, whatever, I'll just go with it. Yeah. The only thing I did think earlier was I was like, oh shit, she's good. It's her turn to do a real town fake town. <laughs> I, and I did, went through that same process. I was like, they've been real. So is she, I was like, it's Jess. Would she do a fake one to throw <laughs> me off? Or is she going to do a real one to throw me off? Yeah. Either way I'm thrown off. <laughs> exactly. That's shit. Mentally, where I was at. <laughs> well, Groom, Texas, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. home of the Tigers. Never heard of it. It's somewhere in the Amarillo area, I believe. Okay, so West Texas. Yeah. All right. It's pouring oh. outside. I can hear it. <sighs> Yikes. Um. Anyway, um. Anything else like random before we get into the into the meat of it? Uh, I don't think so. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the NFL is still giving us all the all the headlines. So we're, we're sticking to it. And yes. we are going to start with like what I felt like was big, big news, which is Devontae Adams. What? Like, I mean, again, y'all, I was gone. I was in Nashville this last weekend, but like everything that was happening, I just was like, Jess. Yeah. She was texting, we were texting each other like, oh my God. And the best part is we both were like secretly hoping this is just like one big fuck you to Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yes. Which I'm like, which I don't think it really was, but I'm going to, I'm going to believe that no matter what, yeah, but after hearing working. some of the like semantics of it, which could be real, could be fake. I'm like, I guess not, but like. I'm yes. just going to, in my heart, that's what I'm going with. Okay. So fill me in a little bit. Cause all I remember is back whenever a Raj was like gonna leave, but then didn't leave. There was like a little turmoil, but then there was like that tweet of like, Oh yeah. He's like the best teammate I've ever had. And it was like this whole last dance bullshit and blah, blah, blah. And didn't we like assume that it was more like that Aaron Rodgers would be leaving, but maybe this whole time, Devontae Adams was planning on leaving after this season. I don't know. But then the only thing I've really heard was that in Devontae Adams, like bye, goodbye tweet, he like didn't mention Aaron Rodgers at all. But to me, I'm like, that's not like a telltale. Yeah. No, from what I understand, like I still think it probably was Aaron Rodgers that was more so planning to leave than Adams. But I guess it was more of just like, he had offers on the table, but Green Bay was willing to match them. Plus, not only match them, but also take into consideration like income tax. So, like Nevada, is, he's going to the Raiders. Nevada is a no income income tax state. So, like that's a huge thing to think yeah. about. Like you're talking a twenty eight percent pay cut when you stay in a state like Wisconsin versus yeah. going to a state without. So I guess Green Bay even like offered to cover that yeah, difference. Wow. And they, I think, you know, were sitting pretty in that they thought everything was good. And I think even Aaron Rodgers was like aware that Adams was talking to other teams yeah. and that it was a possibility that he would leave. But I guess when push came to shove, he was like, you know what? I think I'm going to fucking go to the Raiders. And like, you know, I think there's things to think about there. like. Derek Carr is his ex teammate. I think ex roommate from college. So they have a good relationship from prior years. Mm -hmm. Um, They've, they've played together before. 
I think it's also interesting to think about the weather. I mean, Nevada versus Wisconsin, like oh, sign God. me the fuck up for no Vegas over yeah. that bullshit. Although, I mean, Vegas is in the desert, so I know it gets colder in the winter, but like not that kind of shit, not that Ooh. bullshit that they see no. up in Green Bay. No. So I don't know. I just I just thought it was shocking because now I'm like, okay, Green Bay, like what the fuck are y'all doing? You're gonna pay Aaron Rodgers. 150 bajillion dollars a year to like hand the ball off like who who who's he throwing to wow yeah that was a big wow for me yeah no i was i was shocked and maybe maybe others maybe it wasn't that shocking of news but i was stunned i was stunned as well but raiders aren't fucking around they're trying to make up for some bullshit that they dealt with last season so yeah and i mean it's I don't know. It's certainly interesting. I mean, I know Derek Carr gets a lot of heat and I don't know that he's like the greatest quarterback in the world, but I certainly was impressed with a lot of the adversity like they had to overcome last season and they were able to like really fight through some wins that I thought were very impressive like last season and adding Adams is definitely going to their stock is rising like yeah that's tr- that's a trending up type move correct so, value add faux show yeah so yeah Crazy. i don't know that'll be interesting aaron Rodgers. um i don't know how he feels about that i'm anxious to see because he usually goes on like pat mcafee once yeah. a week normally midweek so i'm sure he'll be on like wednesday or tomorrow i don't remember their schedule but I'm definitely going to be looking out for that because I'm sure they will address it. Yeah. I'll I also want to see, I want to talk to a, like a Packers fan and be like, I know there's a guy at my work who's a big Packers fan and we keep missing each other. And I keep wanting to be like, I haven't even gotten to fuck around with him with the whole like Aaron Rodgers signing. And then like now well, that's, like, yeah, that's my point now is like, I want to know how did you feel when, a Raj said he was coming back and they were paying him all this shit. But then five seconds later, they get rid of your number one receiver. Yeah. Like, how yeah. does that make you feel? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm excited to ask him about it. So I don't know. It'll be yeah. interesting, but I'm not really sure what they're doing up there in Green Bay. But uh, again, uh, they're going to need to find some some wide receivers and yes. soon. Yes. Which, I mean, there's a few I can think of, I guess, in terms of like free agency and then i don't know and then i'm sure some draft but they yeah they haven't drafted that's scary i mean yeah um okay next up i feel like in terms of like large stunning contracts i feel like we have to address this deshaun watson situation i cannot um my actual draw jaw draw my actual jaw like hit the ground yeah I mean, what was it, 258 or something? It's all guaranteed. I thought it was like 230. Yeah, something like that. So I was a 238 million all guaranteed. Like massive, massive. Well, and there's still like I the craziest part of that to me is that there still could be. I realize that there probably won't be, but well, we don't have any idea, but there still could be some shit from the NFL. Like just because there's no legal, right. There's still like the NFL has a chance to do something. Granted, I get in the past 
people with bigger things that or that have done bigger, maybe worse, more proof of things haven't gotten punished. So I don't know why he would, but there's still a question mark there, right? Right. And they're just going out and saying, here's all of our money. We're going to guarantee you all this money, even though you may not even fucking play a couple games or whatever the fuck it is. Like, yeah, that's, that's just. Well, there certainly money. has been, let me, how do I want to say this? There certainly has been punishments or sanctions that have come down for less things, you know, less invasive situations. I don't know. I'm trying to be very like eggshelly with my words here. Allegations yeah. that have suffered, you know, way worse consequences than he has seen so far. Like, let's just say that. Yeah. But yeah, the NFL seems to be very interesting in the way that they handle things specifically things dealing with like women and physical abuse and that kind of thing, but whatever, we're not going to get into that. But I do think it's interesting because like the NFL also does another thing and that's called, they like to make sure that their PR Mm -hmm. is kept up with in the times. And unfortunately for men, like women are on the rise. So like, You never know when old when old Roger Goodell is gonna finally right. decide it's time to start treating women equally and make yeah. a, make an example out of somebody. Yeah, so like right. I'm I'm with you in that. I, although I do not think this will be the time because yeah. you know just because of what we know with the NFL. You also at the same time you you don't want to be the freaking team stuck with that fucking bag yeah. and then you can't even utilize this quarterback. Yeah. And regardless of the NFL, the city of Cleveland and and a lot of people in Cleveland are already very upset about this decision. Really? Like they are receiving loads of backlash for bringing him on. In fact, so much so that they the Cleveland Browns themselves decided to make a statement yesterday yes. which to yeah. me was the most uh, not embarrassing, but like the most pointless statement of all time. Yeah. And I feel like I want to read it, but I kind of, it's this long. Yeah. And yeah. I don't really want to read it so much because everyone can go read it for themselves, but basically, and I, and I really am trying to not be like, preachy and whatever we've said a million times to this podcast we're not saying he's guilty we're not saying he's innocent but what we are saying is there's allegations on the table and 22 of them at that that's a lot it's very telling very compelling whatever we're gonna have to keep repeating that as long as we keep having to talk about deshaun watson um i can tell you that you can take this entire fucking statement yeah and all they really needed to say is like Hey, we don't care. He's good at football. Like, seriously. And I mean, I would have respected the Browns more if they would just say that. This this statement is so fucking stupid because the statement basically says, oh, we were very concerned about the allegations, so much so that we sat down and spoke with Watson about them. Cool. Awesome. Did you sit down and talk to the 22 women? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it's just yeah, how dumb. do you think that conversation is going to go? Like, they act like they've gone above and beyond and like through, their own through the mountains and the yeah. forests of like 
all these fire hoop jumping things to like make this decision. It's like, no, you didn't. He didn't get charged criminally. Yeah. You are like, he's really good at football and we want to win. Like, that's it. I would respect you a thousand percent more for just either saying that or don't say anything at all. Yeah. I mean, they did it with Kareem Hunt. Like, right. I mean, it's like, if you cared that much, you would speak to one of the women, like at least. Yeah. I mean, you haven't reached out to any of them at all. Like, so quit pretending like you give a fuck. Yeah, totally. It's crazy. And like I said, the statement is just, I think it did more, it did more PR harm to them than it did good. Yeah. It's I can't even look at it without just like eye rolling completely, which totally just sucks for a fan base like that. Right. Like, I feel like the ones that are still there are so loyal and like, they've just been struggling for such a hard, like such a long time. And on one hand, I understand like, okay, yeah. Like we didn't see Deshaun Watson last year, but we have seen what he can do yeah. in college and the short time he's been in the NFL so far, but like, what's more worth, you know what I mean? Like, so I'm saying I get both sides and I agree with you. Like just say he's really good at football and we need somebody that's going to make yeah, it. I mean, so then this, this point, is what it is. If he doesn't play, he doesn't play. If he plays, we paid him a shit ton of money to do so. So here we are. But like right. to do that and try and hide behind this like weirdo statement is like, it's just like a, a stab in the back to all your fans and like everything. I don't know. Well, and that, and also like, Let's not act like it's not a groundbreaking contract. Yeah. I mean, hello, like 200 and yeah. whatever million dollars guaranteed after coming off of these allegations, which aren't even final yet. Yeah. Like, you're not only like saying we don't give a fuck, you're like projecting as much as you can project that we don't give a fuck. Yes. Like, I mean, There's no point in you trying to come out with some bullshit statement. No one is listening. You've already made your statement with that contract. Yeah, I was actually, I was going to look at it really quick just to see. I mean, yeah, you read the first sentence and you're like, suck my dick. Yeah. So, oh my God. Even the amount of picks that like, God, that's fucking insane. I can't even. Yeah. And the amount of trades that were also given, like I. Oh, yeah can't oh god how weird how weird how weird how weird yeah and then i think too like we kind of jumped into the deshaun thing which i guess is really the main thing now but prior to that the baker mayfield statement had come out a couple days before so i guess i guess in terms of like that he probably knew what was coming or got wind or he requested a trade Yeah. yeah like i don't remember how all that went down at this point but which i feel like he just he doesn't have a PR team, I guess. I don't know. Like that was an interesting statement, which part of me is like, I don't hate that so much. So I don't want to dog it. But at the same time, it's like, I think anybody would have just told him like, don't put that out. That's yeah. out. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and I'm now I'm interested too where he's going to land yeah. as these, I mean, it's getting smaller and smaller, like not hundred percent that it's official, but the saints are trying to re-sign Jameis Winston for two years. I think they did. I think that okay. was official today. Okay. So like that job's no longer open. Like what's obviously Seattle's open. That could yeah, be. Yeah. Seattle's open. And um, 
Is the Falcons open now that Matt Ryan is going to the Colts, I guess? Yep. So there's still some crazy. places. And, and, and honestly, it's like crazy. There's like a mass exodus. Everything's going to everything. All these big moves, specifically quarterback moves, are people moving to the AFC. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting, too, in that regard. But yeah, I don't Tom know. Brady I, came to the NFC, so they're all like, let's get over there now. He's going. Yeah, I know. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Um, but yeah, in terms of Baker, like, I'm weirdly rooting for him. Like, yeah. I know he can be a certain way and like people don't really care for him. And I've been there. I get it. But in a weird way, like I do feel like he really wants to win. And I feel like he worked very hard for this team, but you can only do so much. Like I, I, I do. And I know he struggled with injuries a little bit, but like, I also plays the fuck through some injuries, which is insane. So I feel like as much as like, Maybe in the day, I haven't been like his biggest fan. And I know you've talked about that too. Like, yeah, I'm on, I'm recording. I think, at the, I think I'm like, I like him a lot more now than I have in the past. And in a weird way, like I'm wishing him well, could he lose my support tomorrow? Absolutely. But like yeah. for now, I'm like, you know what? I hope he finds a place. Yeah. And I hope I wouldn't mind seeing him succeed. And I actually really enjoy his, like, what are those, like, Geico commercials He's or hilarious. something? hilarious. It's not Geico. I think it's... Um, it's some insurance, isn't it? Like, State Farm or something. I, I think it'd be an interesting twist to make one of those commercials be, like, him moving out of the Cleveland Browns stadium. Oh, out of the stadium? But, like, just yeah. being like, fuck our deposit, you know, and, like, leaving a mess or something. Oh. A hundred percent. I think we need to tweet him that you need to tweet. I him think that. that's a great like commercial is, idea. I couldn't agree more. It's progressive. You should tag progressive. Oh, progressive. Okay. okay. We'll at progressive and yeah. we'll clip this or something. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Clip it. Um, cause like, I agree in like, like two months when I have time to do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm on this podcast uh, a million times talking about how much, I mean, I was kind of a Baker hater for like that whole season, not last season, but kind of the year before. Kind yeah, of. but even last season, I feel like we, you had to like apologize a couple times for going hard in the paint. Yeah, because but I also like took this season, which I've always said too. like, well, I should go back and listen to my own words before I say what I think I feel. But because I feel too, I feel like I've come full circle on Baker Mayfield. We're like when he played at OU, I enjoyed watching him play and I thought he was really good. I didn't really love his like attitude, but like his attitude is on a different spectrum to me than like a Kyler Murray, where Kyler Murray rubs me the wrong way, where I think Baker Mayfield genuinely wants to win and is super competitive and takes a lot of blame on himself for things that aren't necessarily. I think there's a humbleness there. Agreed. So like, while I feel like I've come full circle on him where I'm not saying he's my favorite and he's the best. I feel like I'm becoming more respectful of his game now than I was two seasons ago and even last season. Well, and I think too, to be fair, I think Kyler Murray wants to win really bad. I just think he's putting the buggy in front of the horse or however you say that. Like, I think he has had a couple, like, especially this last season was a pretty good season. He's done well, but I don't think he so much has gotten to a place where he can 
say and demand the things that he's doing and yeah. demanding. And I yeah. think he just needs to come back down a little bit. That's my thing with him. Like I'm with you in that. I'm not exactly his biggest fan right now. And I really, he rubbed me the wrong way with his like comments about being a cowboy fan, but that's just personal. Yeah. Uh, but at the same yeah. time, I'm like, I think he can win me back. Like, totally. I think, I think he can figure that out. One another thing too, that I don't, I feel like I give a lot of credit to <laughs> other athletes that, or other people that we talk about that are like dramatic or whatever of being young and stuff. And like, I don't give that credit to him, which he's also still pretty young. Like he's still pretty new to the NFL. Like I should yeah. give him some points back on shit like that because. Exactly. That's what I think that's right. what I'm saying. I'm like, as much as I get like his, like all the things that went down, I'm like, at the same time, I think it's like something that happens a lot early on in the NFL. You get that inflated sure. sense of like accomplishment. And it's like looking back like, okay, but what have you actually done? Yeah. Well, and another point that I completely forgot about until this weekend when we were talking about it, my sister's work wife, her father-in-law coached Kyler Murray through high school. Yeah. So like knows him very well and their entire family loves Kyler Murray. And I'm like, again, I'm not necessarily attacking his character personally because I don't know his personal character. I've never met him. I don't know. him. This is just what I see and what I hear, but I was a different person in high school than I am now, but you still have the same traits, right? So especially when he's not this far removed from it. So I have to take what they think about him and be like, yeah, that's probably true. I need to remind myself that he's not like, he hasn't been in this league for a fucking decade. Like he's still learning, but I just, I think he should come back down a little bit. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And remember too, like, I mean, we can say that about everybody, right? Like most people in the media since can like, so, I mean, obviously there's media personalities who have a lot of greater relationships with the actual players. We're just speculating and we're allowed to do that. Yes. And we're going to do that until any of you decide to come on this podcast. Kyler, you're welcome anytime. But we have to remember that, like, he also unfollowed the Cardinals from Instagram and then took down every picture with the Cardinals gear on. Shit. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't care what is going on. You're doing that and you're in the public eye, we're going to comment on it and yeah. we're going to speculate. And then yeah. you and your PR team come out with that fucking scroll of a fucking statement, that, you know, and it's just like, these are the things that we're going to speculate on as fans of the sport and, and being people who put out a podcast. So like, yeah. <laughs> whatever, it is what it is. If you don't like it, don't fucking unfollow Listen. your team from Instagram yeah. and act like we're not supposed to respond to it. Like, fuck yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> but so, yeah, I am interested in confused. Well, not confused, but just since we're on the route of this and I'm just very curious of where Baker's going to end up. Why does Indiana love a veteran quarterback so much? <laughs> I don't know, but they literally like got, it's funny to go from Carson Wentz to Matt Ryan. That is, yeah, I feel like is, I mean, they, you're right about the veteran quarterback thing, but it's also like kind of a complete 180. I feel like definitely like an older guy, but like at least Matt Ryan has like, I think this is fantasy great wise, finest fantasy wise, not a great fantasy quarterback. However, 
Yeah. He is a good quarterback. Granted, no, he's, he's 36 a, years old. So right. there's that. I don't, no, I also doing. think it's a good move. I'm just curious. Like, I think it's a great move. Anything in my mind is better than Carson Wentz. Sorry. Well, agree. I, I agree. And Matt Ryan is an excellent quarterback. And I think the Colts have been one of those teams the past couple seasons that have had so much talent, but just cannot get it done. I mean, I was mind blown when they did not make the playoffs this last season. Like I was like, how did I miss that? Like, I didn't even know that was possible. I know. I thought they were like Super Bowl contenders at one point, but obviously with Carson Wentz, we all knew like that wasn't going to come to fruition, but I just mean like, but that is crazy that they it, did do it was starting out how they, they did. They were yeah. able to do what they did with a quarterback like Carson Wentz. Right. So yeah. to me, this is just like everybody watch out. Like I think the Colts are going to be a team to be reckoned with. Yes, absolutely. I agree. Let's see any, I mean, I guess we've already talked about like moving on, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Do you have anything else on the, Watson, Baker, not Colts, Brown situation. And then, yeah, Matt Ryan of the Colts. We've kind of already talked about that now. And yes, I think Jameis is back with the Saints. I'm pretty sure that is official now. So we'll see. I love Jameis Winston. I I think he has had sort of a run of bad luck too, but I think that he's a playmaker and I... I think he can make a lot happen. I don't know that the Saints are completely well-rounded enough yet, but no, we'll see what else need, comes up. Yeah, they need a lot more. We're help just now that. getting going on this shit. Yeah. Other random trades, Von Miller to the Bills. I didn't hear that. Yeah, Von Miller to the Bills, which I think in a very large contract, one that was being tossed around between like the Bills and like five other teams the Cowboys being one of them. Oh, damn. That would have been dope. Yeah. But apparently the Cowboys weren't willing to offer like near enough money, but they were like, we're talking to him. But yeah, he's going to the bills. So that is crazy. I know he was really wanting to get back to the, to the Broncos with Russell Wilson, but sounds like the bills offered him something he could not turn down. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. The bills are, only improving with Von Miller. They're going to be even more harder to stop. So yeah. yeah. And speaking of, you know, that interesting change in that the bills are getting better. Their stop or what, how, what am I trying to say? The, the team that always seems to stop them from going anywhere, the Kansas city chiefs. Mm -hmm. I'm hearing that Tyron Matthew may be coming to Dallas. I would fucking die. I've been, I know he's a free agent and I've been waiting. I'm like, because we just lost, ooh, fingers crossed. Because listen here, I am just worried that we are not going to have a team left for (laughs) any of our coaches to coach anymore with Randy Gregory going and then throwing shade, which we can get into. But then also Leo Collins is going to the fucking Bengals. So, oh yeah. But I mean, Good luck with those fucking false start flags. Yeah, I know. And he hasn't played that many games, but I just am like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, and he, you know how these things go. I I don't know. I I've also heard Tyron Matthew going to like three other teams, 
No, I just, I don't know what we're doing exactly. That's, that's what I'm concerned about. We haven't signed anyone. We let fucking Cooper go and then signed Gallup for a very large amount of money. And then it's like with Collins gone, I think we re-signed Vanderesh for a year. Um, Then now we've got this Randy Gregory situation, right? Like we've got to talk about that. Yep. So that contract drama, it sounds like, it was all set in stone other than a technicality in that nothing can really be official until the actual date and everything was agreed upon. Randy was in, everything was done except for they had to wait until the official clock struck 12 to sign the papers. And before that happened, he was like, JK, psych. Actually, I'm going to go to the Broncos instead. And take pretty much the same exact deal, which is I, I always get curious in that moment of like, I just don't know how these contracts work. And like, if they're public to everybody as they're being made or like, was there some shady shit that went on? Like, how how was it so even both deals? You know what I mean? Like, was it like, well, hey, Broncos are interested in me. So I'm going to just tell them what I'm getting. And this is what I think I deserve. You know what I mean? Like, I just, uh, yeah, I don't think they're, they're not like public, public. I mean, sometimes they leak to the press and then there's like, there's just so many people who have the sources who are, it's really people like, you know, the shefties of the world who like mm-hmm. their relationships are made with the agents. And right. that's how the sourcing really gets going is like, they know through the agents who handle these contracts. But yes, also Gregory himself, or fucking Randy Gregory himself, also knows the stipulations and then can go use that as leverage for another yeah. team. Just, you know, or him and his agent, I'm, I'm certain. And then there was also some drama, which apparently the Cowboys just had like one stipulation in the contract, we like reserve the right to do this if you do that or some shit. Yeah, like some I like the 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 I'm gathering is there was one in particular stipulation in there. Oh, I guess God. it has more to do with like the Cowboys policy and team and maybe even NFL. Like I don't know. I don't again, I need to know more about what it was. And I don't even know that it's like public knowledge, but I just know that basically we had a deal with Randy Gregory. And it was all but signed. And then he turned around and was like, psych, signed the same deal, maybe a couple sentences off yeah. with the Broncos. And then ever since then has been like, fuck Cowboys fans, fuck the upper management of the Cowboys, specifically Stephen Jones. Yeah. So I don't really know what went down, but I know that I am trying to find out. Well, and I'm also trying to like, I don't know, maybe not be kind, but just be like, I don't know. Right. And I want everybody who's ever played for us for the most part to go on and be successful. Like I get that this is a fucking game. I I get that. It's a, your livelihood. It's your job. Do you and go, go get it. Whatever. Listen, we're all human. Don't fucking throw shade at one. I don't know. Like I go back and forth too. Cause I'm like, he also deserves to say whatever he wants to say and share his experience. And I don't know that I've heard it a bunch of great stuff about Stephen Jones ever, but it's just, it, it that's the frustrating part. Like when I'm like, yeah. okay, well that sucks. I really, really wanted you to be back on our team, but like, 
part ways, do you what's best for you and your family. But like, mm, that's making it really hard for me to want like, I know. Yeah. It's, it sucks. And it's upsetting as a fan because I'm like, look, huh? I was like, yeah, I'm not toxic. Stop calling. Yeah. Like that's what I mean. I'm like, listen, I don't know what your dealings were with the inner office. And I'm have no problem believing that people like Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones probably are very difficult to deal with. I am sure that they make certain people's jobs very hard, including the coaching staff, including the players. Although you also hear about some of these other players who come out just still to this day from 30 years ago saying nothing but great things but they were also stars they also got paid you know a lot of money at a time where people didn't make that kind of money and they won super bowls so like whatever i don't know what the answer is but all i know is i yeah i can't be a fan of yours if you're going to come out of my team yeah calling me a fan toxic because especially like part of the i went i read through a bunch of like the back and forth tweets between like him and fans or whatever yeah because he came out and said like oh it's a toxic fan base and like blah 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 about the joneses and all this crap and then people are like you know responding because why wouldn't we respond right and then he's like Twitter. It's amazing that people think they know more about my situation than me and i'm like it's amazing that you can call an entire fan base toxic when you don't know the entire fan base so right. like and then expect critical. not to get attacked like, yeah exactly i like, mean what do you on, think's bro? gonna happen bro yeah we're the largest i mean <laughs> at least fourth the most <laughs> yeah i mean shit dude i don't know i mean it just yeah. is one of those things it's like yeah i just can't i can't get on board with that i can't get on board with you calling us toxic fans like i can get on board with you being like Steven and Jerry are hard to work with or whatever. Like I can't work with Mike McCarthy or like this, that, and the other, like those things are going to happen. But like for you to call out an entire fan base and call us toxic, like bye, can't, I can't like, and I I'm like so upset too, that we're losing him. That fucking sucks, but totally sucks. But also, yeah, it's like, I don't, I don't wish you well, but I don't wish harm on you. I just, you're now a moot point. Yeah. Now I'm just like, I can't, I'm not going to support you in the way that I would have had you exited a different way. Yeah. He actually helped me. He actually helped. Yeah. You're making this breakup easier. Thank you. Thank you. Gregory. Yeah. Appreciate it. If you ever want to break up with me, call me toxic, but goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I do not receive this. Yeah, I don't receive. But yeah, so he's headed to the Broncos, call us toxic, and that is that. We'll see you, Randy. Yeah. See you never. Goodbye. <laughs> um, anything else on that? Mm-mm. Also, Joe Buck moving to Monday Night Football along with his fuck buddy Troy. <laughs> <laughs> The duo is still going to be together. Yeah, yeah, they will not be splitting. Which I like. I don't know. I don't mind them. I mean, I mean yes, destroy Aikman, get on my nerves sometimes, but do I kind of understand how he's gotten to that position? Yes. So whatever. Yeah, I know. I feel like I should say kinder words, but yeah, I mean, Joe Buck, Troy Aikman, like 
there's definitely, like you said, like the things get annoying with them, but certainly can handle them above Chris Collinsworth. So there's that. I just still am confused, like I said on the prior pod, on what, I mean, I get that there's like a lot of money on the table and that's always what you want to do in your career is like, you know, raise the bar in terms of like your contract amount. But I just feel like moving to ESPN and Monday Night Football is not the, you're definitely moving to a smaller audience and a smaller pool. Yeah. And then I'm still confused as like, why they're wanting to shell out that kind of money for Joe and Troy when they're already kind of, they've had this Manning cast that's obviously taken off in popularity that you would think that they, along with other networks, would want to start pivoting to something like that. Whereas now you're going to have Troy and Joe competing with the Manning cast. So it's like, I don't get it, but I'm not, maybe I'm not supposed to. Maybe there's more announcements to be made. Obviously, with these streaming services like Amazon and other networks that are going to come in and start having a true footprint in this in this area, in this market, and they're opening up their pockets deep for people, then yeah, I mean, everybody's got to kind of do that. But it's just kind of this is all very interesting. And you know, I feel like these announcers haven't changed in so long or I just stopped listening to them that I don't really get it. I don't really notice it, but yeah. it's going to be different. It's, you know, Troy and Joe call so many of our games that I know. I'm kind of like, as much as I bitch about them now, I'm like, Oh man, what are we going to get now? now what? Yeah. <laughs> is no, it going to be worse? <laughs> well, and my thought too is like Joe Buck did so much. Like he didn't just yeah. do football, right? So I'm curious if like, are they getting more money to do less? Because in that case, bravo. Like I get wanting to do that. But yeah, that's a good point that I hadn't really thought of yet. But yeah, I know. It'll be interesting. And obviously, you know, they were heavily involved in a lot of the Cowboys games and they will not be now. So that actually might make us start liking him a little bit more now. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. We'll see. see. (laughs) Yes, we will. Yeah. So just had to say that. Uh, uh, So I guess I feel like this would probably be the ideal time to do this week's WCP top three. So, um, this week's WCP top three is going to be, oh, that rhymes. Um, <laughs> the, our, our biggest, I don't know why I screw this up every time. Our biggest what ifs of sports. Did I yeah. say that right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't, it kind of got, the day kind of got away from me. So I don't know if these would be my ultimate top ones. I know. Well, here's the thing. I feel like there's so many, I have so many, there are so many because there's so many different ways that you can think about this or go about this. Yeah. A and then B it's like, there's just so many sports. Oh, for sure. So it's like, I was going down this one's wide open. So I don't feel like you can really go right or wrong here. Yeah. So, I tried to stay away from football because that's like the only thing I was doing, but pretty much all my I was the same way. I was like leaning more towards football in my head. Yeah. And then like, I was like, no, I need to like break it up more and like do more than just football. Yeah. But yeah, well, anyway. I didn't, but um, do you want to go first or do you want me to go? Uh, I can go first. Okay. Um, 
I'm just trying to figure out which one I want to start with. Yeah. Um, I'm going to start with one that's just like, I feel like an obvious one and a non-football one. Um, what if the Red Sox had never sold Babe Ruth to the Yankees? Yeah. That's, that's a, I feel like that's just like a huge, huge well, yeah. sports what if. And then you've got the curse of the Bambino that kind of came with that. Yeah. You know, Red Sox not winning for however many years until like 2004 or whenever that was. Yeah. I just feel like in terms of like sports in general, that's a big what if. Yeah, it is. I'll start with this one for obvious reasons. What if Jerry Jones didn't fire Jimmy Johnson? Oh, that's a good one. I was, I have a lot of Texas ones and I have a very specific Dallas Cowboy one, but I did not actually like think to put that on my list, but that's a great well, one. I didn't think to put that on my list. I got to give credit to Evan because he gave that one to me. Nice. But. <laughs> I love that one. That's good. Yeah. The second I saw it, I was Cause like, I was also, that's the other thing. Was like, not only was I trying to like, not be honed in on football. I was trying to not be honed in on Texas specific sports. I still have another cowboy. So I kind of have like, (laughs) I have mine broken down into like sections. I have so many of them that I I have a Texas section. Like nice. Yeah. I have another Dallas Cowboy one specifically, but I was like, I didn't have time to look further. So yeah, that is what it is. Cool. Yeah, that's a good one. And I can't even think about that what if because it's going to, it would make me really angry. I know. That's the problem with these what ifs. They really yeah. make you like, yeah, be like, damn it, you know, or some of them, that one in particular. My next one, I'm going to go with what if LeBron went to college? Yeah. Just because I think that's a funny sentence. That's a good <laughs> What yeah. if LeBron actually went to college? <laughs> Dude, seriously, that's a really good one to think about too. Like, yeah. Like it's, it is what it is. Like, obviously I'm sure he would have like been successful no matter what. In his would career. He be, maybe yeah. I wouldn't hate him so much or something. Like maybe I, I don't know. Like I don't hate him, but like I was very annoyed with all of his stuff and I still get annoyed with his like semantics of like how he goes about shit. And yeah, fair. You just, and Andy are on the same page and I'm like, I'm like over here on my LeBron Island. I know, which I, and I, I like to make sure that I say that I think he is very talented, obviously, but yeah, fair. Cause like right now, I just can't, I just can't do it. I just like, and this is what I say to Andy all the time. I'm like, I choose to ignore that side of it because I don't care. Cause to me, it doesn't affect how he plays his team, but then I'm hypocritical because I can't stand James Harden. <laughs> oh yeah. But I've never once talked shit about his game ever. Wait, I do think he travels sometimes and he doesn't think. He well, I think everyone in the NBA does. Yeah. But that one, what if is super interesting because right now he's doing crazy things. Like, as far as point scoring, like did he just passed like Carl Malone. Yeah. On the, uh, yeah. Which is, in, that's fucking insane. Like he, anyway, the, his record also, like speaks for yeah. him himself, but yeah, but like then, we talk about Tom Brady making history right now, which he totally fucking is, but like, so is LeBron. And as much as people don't want to talk about that or admit that he is fucking making history and it's wild because he has not done playing, no. but I just, He's not, but I just, I thought it was a funny sentence to say like, what if LeBron went to college? (laughs) Yeah, no, that's awesome. Because typically these are also like the opposites, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, No, that's super good. Let's see. 
I mean, I'll just stick with my Dallas Cowboy theme, but I have some more, which is an obvious one and also a tricky one Mm -hmm. because what if Des caught it? Yeah. Well, he did. He did catch it. (laughs) What if he, the way I worded it, because obviously I had this one, but I knew we both would. So I wasn't even going to say it. I was going to put it in my honorable mentions, but it, mine was what if the Des catch was not overturned because he fucking caught it. He did catch it. I mean, or else they wouldn't have made it a rule, but yeah, Yeah. I know. I can't think of that one either because, you know. It's just yeah, because uh, we would have won the goddamn Super Bowl. That's what would have happened. I can tell you what would have happened. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, that makes me want to murder people. Yeah, a lot immediately. of people. Immediately. A lot of people. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, so I'm going to, this will be my next one just because I feel like I, I wanted to like branch out here as well. Uh, which this one's kind of funny because I have, it's like a twofer almost. Because it's like, first off, what if Brandy Chastain didn't make that penalty kick against China to win the 99 Women's World Cup, Soccer yeah. World Cup? But also, what if she didn't take off her jersey? Like, because yeah. that was, that's what Iconic. over, like, I mean, first off, that is like one of, but probably the most pivotal moment for women's sports in the history yeah. of women's sports. Yeah, it's iconic. So it's iconic, iconic. Absolutely. But then it was overshadowed just because she took her fucking shirt off. And it was like the stupidest thing ever that like that was such a big goddamn deal. Yeah. So to me, it was kind of a twofer of like, what if she didn't make that kick? God knows where women's sports would be. And then number two, what if she didn't take her shirt off? Maybe it would actually like not have been the headline that she took her fucking shirt off and showed her sports bra. God forbid. Yeah, exactly. No, totally. I kind of have one that has like three or four moving parts too. Yeah. Um, just because they're kind of all related. In this one, I feel like I could have gone into a rabbit hole. There's so many. Yeah, it's this so was many. like hard oh. because it's like there's so many and then they do. They like tree branch. Well, and even like just with this one, like what if Michael Jordan never stopped playing baseball? Like what if he didn't go back to baseball or to basketball? Yeah which is like in the same note, you can spider web off of that alpha Michael Jordan alone. But it's like, so what if like, would he have made it to the MLB? Cause he only played like one season. So like, would he, would he have made it into the majors? Would he have still been a leading scorer in like NBA? Like there's just so many like different things of like, what, what would have, what would it have been? Yeah. So just I don't know. That one's a fun one to think. But about. didn't he play in the MLB? No, he was only minor leagues. Oh, I swore he played. He was for the White Sox, but it was he never played. Was that your third one? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, uh, so those are the those are the ones that I guess we'll go with, but I'll I'll say a couple other ones that I have on my list. I have so many. I know, so do I. What if the Niners took Aaron Rodgers instead of Alex Smith? Yeah. What if Carrie Strug didn't complete her second vault? I think that's huge. Game changer. Yeah, big one. Um, and then there's like, what if Lou Gehrig never contracted ALS? Like that kind of was interesting to think about. But you could go on and on with something like that. Like what if, you know, this person didn't, you know, oh, die sure. or like this person didn't, yeah. you know, yeah. You could, There's so many like disease contracting or like injuring yeah. ones. So like you got to be careful with those. Because then I also have like here... Exactly. But which this one's a little bit more relevant because it's related to sports, but 
what if Dale Earnhardt hadn't crashed in Daytona? Yeah. You know, he passed away in that crash and like, yeah, it was wild. Like I know my family at the time, we were pretty like diehard NASCAR watcher fans at the time. So that was like a big moment in my family when Dale Earnhardt passed away. And then I think the other ones I have. Oh, wait, I have another one. I have like an injury football one. What if Drew Bledsoe never got hurt in New England? And then again at the Cowboys, but right, particularly that because that that was the inception of Tom Brady. Right. And in the same note, what if Bill Belichick never left Cleveland? That is interesting. The Bledsoe one is a big one. Yeah, huge. Which I have, I mean, you you have to think that at some level, Tom Brady would have been Tom Brady no matter what. But yeah, it certainly would have been different. Yeah, when is yeah exactly like and like how yeah would he have been traded and then became Tom Brady of the Dallas Cowboys? Right, exactly. Yeah, whoever. It's that's a very good one actually to think about. Yeah, he was always going to be Tom Brady because he is who he is. Like, there's no denying that, in my opinion, at least. Yeah. Um, the other two that I have were Texas ones, which, well, I had the Des catch one, but you already said that. So then the other ones I have that are specifically related to Texas sports are what if Brett Hull's goal wouldn't have counted, um, in 99. Cause when we won the Stanley cup, there was a lot of drama because you were at the time there was a rule that you're not allowed to be in like the goalie saps or whatever the goalie box, whatever, uh, box whatever you want to call that. And Brett whole skate was like technically on the line, but they counted the goal and they Shit. interestingly enough, were playing the Sabres, the Buffalo Sabres. So like, that was like, you know, they had their like four Super Bowls that they went to consecutively did not win and then a couple of years later, Stanley Cup finals that they did not win and they've still never won a championship. Um, and then the other one is what if the rain, what if the Texas Rangers had actually won the World Series? Because they people forget this. And I always remember this. We will we never were, forget. We were within two times, two occasions in a row. We were one strike away from winning the World Series and we never, we still have never won. Yeah. It's very brutal. Yeah. So, but that's just like a, what if they would have won instead of lost? Like, I mean, probably not much would have really changed other than that. We would have won and the other team didn't care. I know, but those are, it just kills me that we were, I'll never get over the fact that not once, but twice we were one strike away from the world series. Yeah, no, that's fucking. I'll never let that go. That's full on depressing. Yeah. Um, No, this was a fun one, though, because I could have, again, I didn't have the time to do it today, unfortunately, but like I could have gone down a severe rabbit hole. Oh, yeah. I feel like, oh, and another big one, everyone, like in the research that I did, everyone's just like, what if we didn't win the miracle on ice? That was a big one that Mm -hmm. people kept saying in like the media, the universe. I don't know, Google. Um, um, but yeah, no, I think this is like a really interesting, like conversation starter. And, um, obviously to any of our listeners hit us up, let us know, like, what yeah. are your like major what ifs yes. of sports? Cause like, I find these so fascinating yes. that I'm like, please come up with like better ones. Cause there's so many that you could think about like that yeah. blood. So one, I'm like, 
that has my mind churning right now. I know like, that's such a good one. Yeah. Like Bill Belichick got so lucky that Drew Bledsoe got hurt. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Oh, that's wild. Wild ass shit. Uh, so yeah, good. Another great week of WCP top three. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> top three ish. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll move on and talk a little bit about March madness, which is definitely, definitely living up to its name. Oh my God. Which I just have to say, like, when you think of March Madness, it's always like the buzzer beaters and the finals of things. But like, I have to say this past four days that we just experienced is by far and away my favorite part. I prefer the opening games versus the end of this tournament. Oh, for sure. The upsets. No questions asked. Yeah. It's like one of the most exciting, like four days of sports of the year. Like, yeah or whatever, however you want to call that. It is so fucking awesome. And there's just like nothing like that first day, those first tip-offs where it's like you go from like you being anxious all morning and like I'm usually at work. So I've got like my screen set up to where I can work and watch the games or the scores. And it's like that anxiety when the first tip-off happens and all of a sudden it goes from no games to like eight games and you're just like, following along and like following your bracket and like it's dead by you know games like six you know yeah two exactly um so i love it obviously i think everyone in the world feels the same way but i just i even put that poll up last week because it's it's one of those things where i'm like there's a lot of people who talk about like the end of march madness but i think the beginning is by far and away the most exciting part yeah but yeah, just to kind of like try to break it down a little bit. Obviously, there's a couple days break now, and I think the games will be back on midweek or end of the week. Um, but we're down to the Sweet 16, and there's like 16 teams left, and I'm not even kidding. I feel like <laughs> all but maybe two of them are like contenders for this fucking national championship. Like yeah. in the men's for sure. Yeah. I it is insane. There's so much talent. And I just feel like there's not really one standout team that I'm like, they're going to win it. Like, when I even, feel like, yeah. When I feel like some of the ones like for me personally, that I kind of were like, Oh, they're going to be some front runners. I'm now like, shit. I don't know that yeah. they're going to keep winning. Like just barely winning some games. I'm like, mm, this is, yeah. I don't know that they're going to yeah. make it get much further. I know like, it's, and it's, it's hard because there's like, there's teams that I really didn't expect that watching them have so much talent that I'm like, I, you know, I have a few teams that I thought would be the top dogs and they're still in it. Yeah. But then watching some of these other teams that are like making it through, I'm like, damn, I don't know. Like, yeah. and it's such a toss up for me. And I'll be honest, like I really didn't do any gambling because I didn't feel like I was in a place oh, yeah. where I could gamble and feel good about it. So I wanted to kind of watch the first, you know, few sets of games and like see where I was at. And now I'm like kind of still not comfortable gambling because I feel like these games are going to be so close that I'm like anybody that has more than three points, five points, I'm taking the underdog. Like anybody with a plus five points or more, like I would, I'm taking them because I feel like all of these games are going to be that close. Yeah. 
with the exception of like maybe there's the Cinderella story of the St. Peter's. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll be done now. So like I could see that one maybe, but I don't know. You know, these Cinderella stories get tricky. Yes, they and do. And then you've got on the other side, who is it? Miami and fuck. I should have pulled my bracket up. Whoever beat out Wisconsin and Auburn. There's two that have made it through and it's Miami and somebody else like those. Maybe I could see a larger deficit, but even still, you just never know. Cause sometimes with these teams that have nothing to lose, they're just like, they weren't expected to make it out of game one. And here they are in the sweet 16. You just, yeah, like it's tough. So I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to take a look and might place some bets in this next round, but I don't know. It's if I I'm, I'm scared because I feel like they're all going to be underdogs. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's cray cray. I didn't watch all the games by any stretch, but I definitely have paid attention to a lot of them. And it was kind of nice last night, almost like TCU played Arizona and it was a very good game to end Ugh. last four days on. And it went into overtime. Obviously being from Texas, I was kind of like rooting for TCU. They're the nine seed. Arizona was the one seed and um, Arizona ended up winning in overtime, but TCU kind of got screwed on an, on a no call foul, but that's, uh, there's a lot of people up in arms. Yep. I feel like particularly more this year with the officiating. Yes. I think, and I think some of it's valid. I do. Cause like, I know that UT game. Yeah. The Purdue Texas game. Purdue had like 46 free throws to Texas's 12. It was bad. I think it was even more than that. It was wild. Yeah. And like, that was even more than their like field goals, like Purdue's field goals. So like, I don't know. I think, there's certainly always that argument to be made. And I do think too, like, especially in college, the the block charge fouls too have gotten crazy. You know, it's like those used to be like so rare that you would get them and it would be such a big deal. And now it's just, they, they just hand them out like candy. Yeah. It's different, but basketball is also one of those sports that always evolves in that way. Sometimes that I feel a little out of my place to be like saying shit yeah. sometimes, but I don't know. I haven't watched, I haven't watched one full game yet, so I can't have an opinion. Well, yeah, I just feel like, I mean, you, I don't know. I feel like you could have more of an opinion than I can. Cause you actually played college basketball, but I just feel like, you know, back at, you know, it's like, I look back and it's like growing up, you know, your parents were always like, Oh, they're like double dribbling when you're like, no, they're not. And then it's like, oh, they're traveling when they go to shoot a layup. No, they're not. And then it's like, even on this podcast, I was like, I feel like NBA players are always traveling, but they're not. The game has just evolved Yeah, where I'm used to like when I played, you know, 400 years ago in junior high, (laughs) you weren't allowed to do that stuff. So it's like, it's kind of the same thing with officiating. Like I feel like as much as I don't agree with it and I, and I, and it does like change the outcome of the game. I don't know that I'm really the one that should be like commenting on it either. Well, fair, but I don't know. It, it's certainly up for debate, I guess. Yeah. Um, and 46 free throws to 12 is crap. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, that's just that's not obvious to me. Yeah. That's terrible. But yeah, I mean, it's been a good, good four days. A lot of 
great games happening. I can't wait to, you know, continue following along. Um, but also just want to make sure to mention, like, this is for both the men's and the women's. Like, the women's tournament also, so many upsets. Like, Oh, yeah. Uh, like, so far they've had 12-seed Belmont beat 5-seed Oregon, 9-seed Gonzaga beat 8-seed Nebraska, 11 Villanova over 6 BYU, 10 South Dakota over 7 Ole Miss, 10 Creighton over 7 Colorado, 9 Kansas State over 8 Washington State, 11 Princeton over 6 Kentucky, and 12 FGCU over Virginia Tech, who was a 5 seed. Yeah. So that's like 10 upsets that I've seen in like, uh, my bracket on that side is trash. Definitely trash. Yeah. So definitely a lot of great games happening on that side of the house too. Just so much good basketball. Check it out. I'm sure most everybody's plugged in probably. So yeah. Uh, Michigan also on the men's looking very good. And I know, um, they were like on the bubble and have like continued to make it. I think they're an 11 seed and on the men's as well, Houston. Mm-hmm. They were very good last year, but this year I'm thinking Houston could be definitely one that that makes it through. So I mean that would be cool. Yeah, I mean they're they're so good. They're yeah. very very good. So yeah, I mean I think that's all the notes I really have on March Madness. Have you ever seen that Thirty for Thirty? Um, I've seen all of the things. Like I love March Madness. I own a DVD that no, I is like I watch age. it every year. Um, it's not the 30 for 30, but I've seen the 30 for 30. Coach V, NC State, like all of it. Um the uh shit. I'm now I just blanked on the uh whatever. Anyway, yes, I've seen it. I love it, love it all. I could watch. I could watch hours and hours of footage on historical, like monumental March Madness moments. Yeah. No, I just meant the five slamma jamma. The U. Yes. Thank you. Fi- that was exactly yeah. what I was trying to remember. Yeah. <laughs> was uh, yeah. Christian Leitner, all of it. Yes. I'm a huge fan of all of it. And um, I usually watch those all around this time of year, but I have not yet. So. Yeah, I have not either watched nothing. Um, but yeah, like I said, I haven't really gambled on much. I was trying to gamble a little bit on hockey, getting back into it. And I've been watching the stars who have, they were on a very, very nice run there for a while. And now this past week or so, they have not been playing great, but they finally won yesterday, but just haven't really found a good rhythm there yet. So I'm just not trying to like just gamble just to gamble. So, um, but when I do make picks, I will put them out on our page. Cool. Anything else? I think that's all we have for today. Not for me. All right. Well, as always, thank you so much for joining us. It's been very, very fun. I'm still awake. That's positive. Yeah. I'm barely <laughs> awake. Yeah. And I'm still alive. Also positive. Yes. haven't heard tornado sirens yet, so maybe I'm in the clear or maybe it just hasn't made it here yet. I don't know, but yeah, find us at women camp parlay and please like subscribe, comment, rate, review us all of the things. And, uh, we will catch you next week. 
Goodbye. Bye. Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay.